Hello, this is the Will and Lexi Board Gaming Podcast. Also known as... <laughs> we don't have a name yet. We're working on that. Work in progress. So, we're going to talk about Pandemic, which we played yesterday. Specifically, the expansion to Pandemic. We played On the Brink for the first time yesterday. Called yeah. On the Sink. On the Sink. <laughs> That's which right. means you're, you know, washing your hands a lot because... You're facing a pandemic. Uh, on the sink, Thank it you. even makes sense. Way better. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, um, Lexi, what do you like about On the Brink? I like about On the Brink that we played this board game because Rich, one of our good board game friends, said to me he did not feel like losing to Lexi, so we had to play a co-op game. That's one of my favorite things about it. <laughs> That's one of your favorite things. So do you like co-ops normally or just in I this? Do. I do. I don't I don't really enjoy feeding people because they get a little I get a little, you know, aggressive in my board gaming as you probably know. Mm-hmm. And uh I, I don't like myself. Yeah. Okay. So you like the co-ops because of that. Because yeah. because you don't like yourself when you're competitive. Yeah. I'm a little out for blood. See, I like you when you're competitive. What? I, I much prefer competitive games, but I will. I enjoy both. I'm a. I'm a. Uh, I'm a. I'm a lover of all games, but I definitely uh, prefer a competitive game. But Pandemic is a good one. It's a great, great co-op. Yeah, it's probably and my on, favorite co-op. The On the Brink expansion was very fun. It was very interesting. I thought we we played the mutation module and the new roles and the new events and came with petri dishes and of course the petri dishes very critical extremely important for the awesomeness of the game um and we thought it was easier honestly yeah. our group may we may have been lucky but we definitely thought it was easier i don't think that the, we've i think, I think the characters were a lot made it a lot easier like my character you could just every city you landed in if it was more than two two or more cubes you could remove a cube do you remember the name of your your character um not at the moment. I'll think okay. about it in a minute. I was the epidemiologist, which meant that I could take as many cards as I wanted from a, a, another character, which I thought was way better than basically there's an equivalent version in the original where you can give as much as you want. Even You can give... No, sorry. You can't give as much as you want. You can give even if you're not in the right city. Yeah. This one you could take as long as you're not in the right city, which is a lot better because yeah. it's better to gather a big bunch of the yeah. same color than it is to give a couple of the same color to one guy and a couple of the same color to the same another guy. I don't yeah. know. It felt it better because I felt like I had a role. I'm the guy gathering stuff, whereas as the guy giving stuff, it's like, oh, you're going to cure this disease. Are you going to cure this disease? Are you going to cure stuff? And it's like, it was unclear. Your role seemed like a little bit more haphazard. Which maybe there's maybe more planning, I think, with that one. Yeah, maybe with that plan, there's a little more planning. But I thought I thought it was fun. I was the CS. I remember it's the computer scientist, but I don't actually remember what I was. I was a something specialist. Oh, is that it? cooperative uh, specialist? I don't remember either. I could look it up, and, but it's not important. Oh no, name doesn't make sense. It had a gas maskish looking thing in the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the the counter disease specialist. Something. Yeah. Something anyway. Like that. Um, <clears throat> So yeah, but we had fun. We won, we which won. is great. We did play in the normal difficulty, but we added the mutation, which they said made it slightly more difficult. Again, I don't think so. We thought it was easier. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was great. Um, and the petri dishes made it way easier. What the petri dishes made it easier because you got you were more like a pandemic surgeon, doctor, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it was yeah. very thematic. Fair enough. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, that was good. Um, what do you not like about pandemic? What don't I like about pandemic? 
I guess kind of the thing I don't like about all co-ops is that it feels like you have to make a group decision all the time, and sometimes I just want to go with my gut instinct, and you really can't do with that in a co-op game where you make people angry. And like I said, don't want to make people angry. I, I feel like half the time it's, wait, do you really want to do that, Will? Are you sure you want to fly to Algiers and do this? No. No, not really. You really just want to go to Libya and cure the purple mutex virus. Algiers is so close to Libya. That was like Sorry. interesting. I just, they're in my head. So, <laughs> anyways. Um, yeah, I think the most common complaint about co-ops, pandemic being one of them, that gets this complaint is that the, is the alpha gamer problem, which is actually the exact opposite of what you said, which is basically that you, um, there's one player who takes over the game and kind of plays the whole game for everybody else. John Waldo. John Waldo. If you're listening, that's you. <laughs> uh, I don't think that, um, our group has that. If anything, our group has the opposite, as Lexi said, which is where it's like, what should I do? I don't know what I should do. And they like refuse to play for themselves. They make sure somebody else plays for them, kind of. Maybe they don't even. I don't. I feel like I our group's pretty I'm good really at it. I wasn't really saying that. I wasn't really saying that. Well, so yeah, what Lexi was saying is basically like she feels like she should do what somebody else is telling her to do, which I guess yeah. is still the alpha gamer problem. Yeah, it's the opposite. But anyway, so um, okay, that's a fair complaint. For me, pandemic, it just, um, I don't know, it's just not, it's like, I think it's the decision density, I don't know, there's something, it's it's just not, it's not, it's a great co-op, it's just a really, really great co-op, but I feel like, but, it's not thinking enough, but actually, I have, I have, I can have that alpha gamer problem, and what I do is I hate sitting on somebody else's turn and being like, I want to just Don't do your anything. turn for you. Yeah. Like, the problem with the co-op game is, like... You can play the whole game yourself. You could play the whole game yourself. There's no need for those other players to even be there. Not really. <laughs> so, it's like... That's what I'm saying I don't like about it. Trying to strike a balance between, like, giving people advice, but not telling people what to do. Mm-hmm. Right? And sometimes, I had such good advice, I couldn't help but give it at least twice that game I did that. Yep, I was like, you should do this. It was a really good suggestion. It was such a good move. Actually, both times. Both times. But, um... He, Rich, had the ability to switch roll cards with four other roll cards in front of him. Right. right? Or switch anyone, because his power was actually to switch... I, I no, no, no. He got, he got the special event, which let him have oh, the person on that current turn switch roll cards to another roll. Mm-hmm. Which, right, gives you... It's the by far the most spe- flexible special event. And it was... And so I kept giving him a kind of advice on when to use that. And he, like, a couple times he was like, I could use it now. And I was like, you know what? It might be better later. And I think you can, don't need it right now. Mm. I was keep, I kept giving him advice not to use it, not to use it. And then finally there was a time when he could use it. And I was like, you should use it right now. This is a perfect time mm-hmm. to use it. And mm-hmm. we, and he did. And it was, it was a perfect time. It was, uh, it was you, right? Who changed it? Was it you who changed it? No, no, no it wasn't you. It was, uh, Andrew. Yeah, I actually don't remember. But anyway, so... Um, one of us. We were debating which one. Oh, I'm pretty sure it was Andrew. Yeah, and then he helicoptered me somewhere else. Right. That was what ended up happening. Yeah, he had the good special events. So anyway... Yeah, Andrew became the medic. That's what it was. Right. And he cleared out... He cured the yellow disease and then wiped out the yellow disease by becoming the medic and going... Or something like that. Yeah, that was. I think that's right. Okay. So anyway, 
but it was fun. So I, I you know, and I think I, I struggle with that. I struggle with like trying to hold back advice, which is like a terrible feeling because really I want to like get deep into the strategy and into I, I think being Rich, perfect. I but. think both people who you made the suggestions to appreciated. One of them was me. Like I said, I don't like to agree. I don't like to be told what to do in those games. Right. And I don't like to let people down that I'm not doing what they tell me to do in those games either. Mm-hmm. But I still agreed with what you told me. Your advice was sound. Yeah. I like sound to... Advice. I definitely like to... If I give a suggestion, I like to give a good suggestion. And then some other suggestion I think is a plausible alternative. Because the thing is, if they're not making any decision then it really can't be fun for them, right? So at least I want to give them a plausible alternative, and then and then I'll say, or something else, really, any move is good. I, I always try and I always try and be positive, because I, I don't want to be the alpha gamer, even though I know it could be a problem. I know I could yeah. be that person. <laughs> that's a good way to do it. Uh, yeah, I like that approach. That's my, uh, that's my personal thing. So I, I didn't talk about what I don't like oh, about yeah, what pandemic. don't you like? Or right, maybe I did Well, you briefly. said the alpha gamer thing, right but that was just devil's advocate there yeah I, I kind of don't like i don't like being the alpha gamer kind of um but other than that i think it's just it's it's mostly just that it's a co-op i really prefer the competitive i prefer i prefer like fighting against somebody i prefer giving like 120 percent trying to beat lexi who's always my stiffest competition mm. um that's why i like a co-op <laughs> We're competing very best to save the world. You're competing, yeah, competing our very best to save the world. Um, but I think other than that, it's very, it's really a great game. The expansion was super fun. I'm excited to try the other modules. Mm-hmm. I even, I really despise Scotland Yard. I think the hidden roll mechanic is broken, uh, which you know, people throw around broken. And I do too. I'm, I'm guilty of that, and I'm going to throw it around right now. That is a broken mechanic. It's uh, not fun. Um, Andrew loves it. Yeah, but we have friends that love it. So I will, I'm even willing to try that Bioterrorist because it does look like an interesting expansion. It looks fun. Um, Mostly Andrew paid you to play that version. <laughs> and so we'll... Uh, and the vir- Virulent Strain, obviously I'm going to try everything that, that that expansion pack has to offer. I'm excited to try the other uh, the other roles. But anyway, so that thought virulent. was... Uh, but I thought it went up... Is it Virulent? Did I pronounce it wrong? No, I'm just commenting on the word virulent oh okay uh anyway so that oh some, some beer beer mishap beer mishap anyway uh that was uh that was all i had to say i i think that I, since this is our first i was gonna bring something up oh you got you got okay i was go gonna ahead. ask what um what you think is makes pandemic unique versus other co-ops like for instance for instance forbidden desert which is another one of our favorite co-ops i would say Right. Yes. Okay, so Forbidden Desert. Same designer. Um, definitely they are different from each other. I, I think that... what Pandem- Enough different that we own both of them. Yes. I, 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 we, I we love both of them. We even own Forbidden Island. We even own Forbidden Island, which really isn't that different. Right. <laughs> um, no, I think that the Forbidden Island, the mechanic of um, epidemic cards where it shuffles the pile and puts them back on top to where you know what the problem is... But you don't know exactly when it's going to hit. But you know this is where the problem is going to be. We should focus on these. They, don't they do that in Forbidden Desert? Not in Forbidden Desert. Oh no, you're right. Forbidden Desert is just you have to focus on the problem areas of the sand collecting in right. that area. Um, I think that mechanic is genius. It's definitely. I mean, it is super good. It's super interesting. It kind of like it's just this like random moment of just being like, oh my gosh, epidemic hits, terrible things. All at once, I, I just, I, I just, I think that mechanic is genius. Yeah. I think it's very fun to deal with. I do think pandemic is 
when it's puzzly, it's really great. Sometimes yeah. it's I, I do the, that is I guess my one complaint about pandemic. Pandemic is not always like that, right? When it's great, it's great, and when it's when it either is too hard, where you get random outbreaks yeah. that you couldn't you couldn't do anything about. Well, that happens worse than forbidden. Even more, it's too e more or just as often it's too easy, where kind of everything hits up perfectly and you get stuff that's super easy to d- deal with. It's when it's that perfect in between, or is it that's that puzzle hits where it's like. How can I maximize how much I fix? It's really good. I love that. I'm definitely much... I'm super... I have a super puzzly background. I used to do puzzly kind of things. I love... Still do puzzly things. Still do puzzly things. I love Take It Easy. I love puzzly games. I love... uh, um, What is that? The pipe game that we like that I just played. Factory Fun. Oh, Factory Fun. The pipe game? I wouldn't describe that as the pipe game. Uh, Pipe, whatever they are. Pipe. I think it's a pipe. Factory game, perhaps. (laughs) Factory Fun. Uh, uh, yeah, and I had I definitely used to do lots of puzzles as a kid. I uh, not not jigsaw puzzles like fun puzzles. Anyway, dragging that on puzzles. I that is what I love about that game. And so uh, back to whatever the question was. Well, I, <laughs> what was what was the question? I asked what you liked about Pandemic versus other co-op games. Yes, like that's what I like about Desert. it. I think like it's versus puzzling. Forbidden Desert. I think it's more puzzly. It's more interesting from a mechanic standpoint. Uh, I do think that. It's way more interesting than like Arkham Horror or I'm trying to think of other co-ops we have, but like in Robinson Crusoe, which Robinson we don't Crusoe, own, but, we we don't own but it feels more puzzly than those, which I actually like. You know, I think it's a little bit drier, maybe, but I like that aspect. I think it's very thematic, but it's also very thematic. But I think, given this is our first podcast, we should rate games on terms of the Danny scale, in terms of how interested Danny is in the board game enough to just sit there and listen to us yell about it versus she's bored and barking about it. As in, it's way too long. You shouldn't be playing this game anymore. The Danny scale would be purely based on length, I think. No. No. Sometimes she's like really quiet when we're really quiet. And thinky. She likes thinky games. Well, on the Danny scale, this was a one. Danny loathed this game. She no, did she nothing but bark. She, she was like mid-loathe factor. She was like a three, probably. Okay, three. Three out of ten. Definitely. Ten is like... She was extra angry. She was throwing a peanut butter jar all like over. like sleuth, where we're really quiet and really thinky. And she liked that? I mean, she just like kind of sits there and is like, these people are all really quiet. I guess I better be pretty quiet. It's when we're rowdy that she, yeah. she, she doesn't like yeah. it. yeah. Okay. Yeah, we were getting a little rowdy. The cop games, you got to talk, you got to interact with each other. So that was that. Danny scale three. Danny scale three. Uh, what do you uh, think about this game compared to other co-ops? Um, I actually like. I think Pandemic is definitely my favorite co-op game, without the expansion or with. I guess because they seemed almost identical. Um, I, I'm not sure what I like about it. I, I remember really liking, what's the Firefighter co-op game? Like, oh, uh, like Fire... Heats Up or something Fire Rescue, like something Fire Rescue. Really? Yeah. Uh, uh, no, uh, no, look it up. I'm cheating. not looking it up. It's cheating. It never happened. He's cheating. But anyway, this Fire Rescue game I thought was very similar to Pandemic, and I really liked both of them. Flashpoint. Flashpoint, that's it. I haven't been able... I have no idea why. You like that I better? Mesh, no, I like them equivalently, I think. Oh, okay. Which... That game is very thematic. You're trying to, like, move your fire truck. Well, there's a bunch of different things happening, but one of them is moving your fire truck to put out fires. Another one is rescuing people and dogs mm-hmm. and cats or victims unknown victims. show up randomly in the yeah, building. Yeah, unknown victims <laughs> that show up. You know, very, very accurate. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but Pandemic, I don't know. I, I don't know what I like about it. I guess I like the... 
Gosh, I don't even know. You do feel like you're resolving a dramatic situation. I do think it's... Yeah, I guess it, that's true. I think the, the moment-to-moment theme, it feels like, to me at least, the moment-to-moment theme, it feels like you're taking cubes off the board. But, like, overall, you're like, we have to fix this disease. We I have to cure this pandemic. It does feel thematic, like, long-term. I know what I like about it. I feel like everyone's power is pretty... Like, everyone's normal power is pretty darn good, right? And then your, your co-op or whatever, your um, player power is they're all pretty comparable. I feel like nobody's a huge, like, that's OP, you know. Uh, I feel like everyone's pretty comparable. And um, where that, I feel like other games, like Forbidden Desert, you've got, like, the water bearer, right? <laughs> or whatever. Water carrier. Water carrier. Yeah. And, I mean, they're, the, they're, they're just God. Like yeah. that Penny Arcade comic. It's totally true. I mean, I don't know. It's more fair. I think it's very balanced co-op game, which doesn't matter because you're playing against the board. But I feel like it's a very fair board you're no, playing against. No, but it does matter though. I mean, it matters being that that third person. You know, the person playing who knows what in Forbidden Desert. They're playing the uh, the explorer going diagonal. Right, so they're not having yeah. as much fun because obviously they wish they were the water carrier. Right, everyone's like, wish, "What? You yeah. just did three moves, awesome!" And then they're like, "Yeah." I moved diagonally and I cleared two sand. Yeah. Go me. Yeah. So, um... I don't know. I guess that's what I like. It's very balanced, but it's also thematic. I like the thematicness. Yeah. It's you, good. you said you thought it was not thematic at all, but I, I disagree. I know. I, I feel like I'm a phlebotomist or something. Phlebotomist. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I guess one of... Actually, I don't think that's a card. There's no phlebotomist. No. Hmm, too bad. I was an epidemiologist this yeah, time. Yeah, that's right. I was a computer scientist. I actually have no idea what my card was. Alright, so uh, now we're, we're like 15 minutes into this. So, bonus time. Um, Alexi, how did you get started board gaming? Um, one of my best friends, Jess. Uh, actually, is that how I started? I think that is how. One of my best friends, Jess, in college. Um, oh, no! It wasn't that. I dated a guy named named Ben. And Ben was... Not into board games per se, but I went to visit him in, in college, and all the friends he had met were playing this awesome game called Bonanza. And I was like, that sounds boring. And I played Bonanza. And we played, like, 40 rounds of Bonanza all weekend. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then later in college, um, I had another friend, uh, one of my best friends, Jess, and we ended up playing a whole bunch of board games when I was with her, and she kind of expanded my board game repertoire. And then, I'm not sure, I played Settlers at some point. Was that with you? No, we played Settlers with Jess. We played Settlers with Jess. Okay, uh-huh. that was the first time I played Settlers. Was, I, that was the first time you it played? It must have been. I don't think I ever played it before that. Okay. And, and I don't know. And now I married Will, and mm-hmm. here we are. Mm-hmm. So I, um, will tell my story. The uh, Lintons. The Lintons. No, no, actually it's not it. So basically, I don't know who told us about it. But McCray and I, McCray Linton is one of my good friends from home, so it's Linton, yeah, okay. Uh, we were told about this board game, Settlers of Catan, and we were told it was amazing. I don't know how he found this out. We must have played it somewhere. I don't, I don't remember. I honestly I don't like remember the knew, origin. Everyone knew about Settlers. But we we looked it up. Nerd. The local toy store, it was 40 bucks, which Ooh. was just super expensive mm-hmm. in high school. Just mm-hmm. like we could not even remotely afford that. I bought it anyways. And we played it so much, and I loved that game to death. 
And basically, it's eight hours of work for that. Board some game. point in in college, so, and so that happened. And then, so in college, I played categories, played some party games, not that much. Kind of fizzled out a little bit. I, I did play Magic and a bunch of card games when I was a little kid too. So I was always kind of on the edge of being a board gamer. Nerd. And then I, you know, met this beautiful woman sitting next to me, and uh, and we played board games with Jess. And we played Shadows Over Camelot, oh, and yeah. we played... Um, What's the one? Axis and Allies. Axis and Allies. I guess we my played brother played Settlers board games Settlers of Catan. And so we played a bit of board games, and I had already been interested because I'd been looking it up on BGG. I'd been thinking like, oh, I really love Settlers. I'd love to try some other board games. I thought that was really fun. And so I was talking to Jess like, oh, yeah, I looked on BGG. I, lo- I saw this game called Puerto Rico. Have you played it? And she's like, oh, yeah, I've played it. It's good. I like this and this. And I was like, oh, my God, Jess is so cool. She has played all these board games. And then I got to play board games with her like twice, and then I never played with her again. But I was hooked already. Until... And, recently. And and then recently, and then after we got out of college, we really got into board games. Uh, Lexi's boss, Joe Huber, at the boss at the time, Joe oh. Huber had uh, is very into board games. And, uh, and I would mention board games, and he'd be like, oh, you like board games? But really, I, you know, knew the ten basic board games. And he'd humor me and tell me all these, you know, designer names. Now I know all these designer names, thanks to Joe. But anyway, continue. <laughs> So anyway, so Joe, and he hooked you on board games. He lent us Race of the Galaxy. Oh yes, Favorite he lent game. us Jumbo. Yep, Jumbo. Played those two, and I was I was completely hooked. Went over to his house, played some more. Played I don't even know what else. Outpost. Um, yeah. Uh, which is a really good one. Great one. Um, we played more settlers. I played I more know. settlers Catan with remember. you. We played we and we started getting really into them. At this point, I have 150 games in my collection as of like. A week ago, so thank you. Um, Good job. Should I pat you on the back? Yeah, I'm going to get a pat on the back. 150 back. games. Real nice. It's a great collection. Um, Some of them are games such as, what's that one my mom bought for <laughs> no, you? No, 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 no. I don't have that in my collection, I don't you think. You don't? I think your mom still I has that. I think you should so give a my, shout out Lexi's to Lexi's mom bought uh, Made for Trade. Highly recommend looking it up. Excellent uh, educational uh, early 1800s, early se- late 1700s game. Yeah. Something. About early America. Early America. And it's the worst game you've ever played. Not great. Not my favorite. I wouldn't play it again. But someone on board <laughs> if game geek. If you force me to, I might. I might uh, not die. But someone that's on board club. game geek really likes it. Worth looking it up just to read his reviews. Definitely look up the comments. There's it only is about three. Super funny. Made for trade. Anyway, so. Uh, but that's. Uh, that's probably it. Yeah, that was how I got into board gaming. So, um, so that's been your first. Uh, your first Danny Cast. The first. Uh, Will and Lexi podcast. We'll think of a new name next time. Next time. All right. Thanks for stopping by. Signing off.